Hey, what's up, guys? This is Ricky V, and you're listening to episode number 26 of the Elite Fitness Podcast. And in this one, I'm interviewing Mr. Eric Marr, founder of LG Sciences and the patent holder of 1DHEA, 4DHEA, and 19NOR DHEA. Very interesting compounds, very interesting podcast, very interesting guy. Without further ado, here's Mr. Eric Marr. Are they? St- I mean, they're still as popular now as they were ten years ago. You think more yeah, popular more so. now that a lot yeah. of this stuff's been banned? Yeah, well, more so now. I mean, uh, you know, as you're probably aware, um, I uh, have the patent on uh, three of the most uh, popular pro hormones out there. Um, I licensed that patent exclusively to uh, High Tech down in, uh, in Atlanta, and uh, you know, he he does all the fulfillment and the manufacturing. Uh, he's got a great facility. He's got uh, good partners. And uh, so he, I don't really get involved in that portion of it. That's uh, exclusively his territory, but you know, all of the stuff is uh, available from high tech. Um, he's got rigorous testing, you know, just a good guy. And, and uh, you know, he's a good fighter for the industry, good freedom fighter for the industry, uh, whether you love him or hate him, you got to respect him. Uh, so, uh, so I've been, you know, I, I, I don't develop the products. I've been developing a lot of other things. Uh, the hormone landscape though is better than ever. And the reason why is, uh, you know, it looks like the FDA is, finally doing something about SARMs and uh, it's about time. So, uh, you know, we can talk about SARMs a little bit, but, uh, but I think the pro hormone market is going to take off. I think it's going to really pick up because uh, one of the largest uh, SARM dealers in the country, which uh, was my former partner uh, who shall remain remain nameless uh, is uh, sounds like he's out of the business. Finally is is out of the business. And so I'm not a big fan. Did he get, did he get uh, enforced on or did he leave on his own? I don't have any knowledge of that, you know, and, and I don't want to even speculate. Um, I just, and this is just rumor. So don't take that as fact. Um, obviously, you know, nothing I say is factual. It's uh, you know, it's my opinion. Um, but what am I heard through just, you know, people talking, uh, he's getting out of the market. So, uh, and it's about time. I'm not a big fan of SARMs. Uh, I think pro hormones as well as TRT uh, are far better for human beings. And I uh, can give you some, examples why, but uh, it's it's good to see SARMs get off the market. I think that they were, you know, something that really shouldn't have been trifled with, to be honest with you, because we don't know the long-term effects of SARMs. Um, so if you want to get into yeah, it, we, I just had Rick Collins. I just had Rick Collins uh, um, on the last uh, podcast and we, we got into it about the legalities of SARMs. Now we both kind of agree that the, that the FDA and government's going to do something about them eventually. I got my tinfoil hat on, so I personally don't think they'll be scheduled because when steroids became scheduled, the pharmaceutical companies had time to make their money on them with the patents. And, and funny enough, the steroids only became scheduled after the patents on those ran out and pharmaceutical companies wanted to push other different compounds in the place of, of the, what they were being prescribed for. Oh, I don't agree with that in the least. They haven't made their money yet, pharmaceutical companies. Again, I got my tinfoil hat on, but I don't, I don't fucking know anything, right? So here's so, what I say about steroids. I mean, listen, it really yeah. came down to you know, doping in sports. So there was a lot of development, a lot of research up until the really even 70s. Um, I mean, just tons and tons of research. And then once it started being used, uh, you know, anabolic steroids started being used in doping uh, with the Russians as well as you know, other countries. Um, including our own, obviously, Ben Johnson. 
uh, ben you know, Johnson it, built Carl Lewis. Yeah, Carl Lewis yeah. in the Olympics, correct? Yeah. That's and so, you know, Ben Johnson was the big one, right? I mean, that was the big one. Started using Winstraw when, the, you know, just blew it past everybody. And uh, and then they became public enemy number one. Just like, and then if you recall uh, Lyle Alzado, do you remember him at all? Of course, of course. Yeah, I got brain cancer from steroids. I remember him, of course. So they say, right? Brain cancer from steroids. Give me a freaking break. He got brain cancer because he had a predisposition for brain cancer, most likely as well as, uh, you know, massive concussion damage from uh, playing football. I mean, you know, come on now. Yeah. Now, I mean, this steroids are healthy, good for you. They're putting uh, people on TRT. Uh, they're releasing studies left and right. I'm hoping that uh, they ultimately get decriminalized, just like other drugs. Um, and, uh, you know, so, so you in know. Oregon, they are now. In Oregon, they're decriminalizing Oregon. Are steroids decriminalized as well? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Cite my source, Rick Collins, from the last podcast. Yeah, he said basically they he doesn't think they intended to do that. Um, he thinks that if they knew that's what the legislature would do, they would have probably found a way to cut steroids out of out of that. But yeah, they're they're in Oregon. That's great. So I mean, if you look at so if you look at the Lyle Zeta story, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on. So I don't know if you know the story of MDMA, right, Molly? Ecstasy is what it used to be called. Are you familiar with that story about the legality uh, of ecstasy? That, uh, not the legalities of it. Obviously, I know about the compound, but not the legalities of it. Okay, so basically what happened in the 80s was uh, a PhD. Uh, now, he wasn't a PhD. He was actually a, re a, uh, a candidate. Um, and he uh, did a study on MDMA. Uh, it had become popular. It was being used for therapeutic benefits. It was also being used for um, you know, partying clearly. Uh, but he did this study on it and he, he took baboons, I believe it was, and he gave them MDMA and he did scans of their brain and looked at uh, different types of cognitive tests. And what he found was it was destroying their brains. And so he went and hit the talk show circuit and MDMA became public enemy number one and it was killing kids and it was killing everyone. And, and he was on Donahue, if I'm dating myself a little bit, he was on Oprah and, uh, so, you know, he ran around telling them, and they were these warnings that, you know, it's, it's stuff's killing children and you know, like they always do. Uh, and so it became schedule one with no therapeutic benefits, which is completely absurd because it's in stage three clinical trials right now for PTSD. Um, well, anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, what the guy did was go back and check his research and realize that he accidentally ordered methamphetamines. So he accidentally Jeez. gave meth to the uh, baboons and, uh, and, did print a retraction, but at that point it was way too late. All the headlines and scared every mother in America that their kids were going to be, uh, you know, falling apart. Um, so if you look at what happened to steroids, it's a very similar situation. You have the Olympics with all the money that was tied to that, right? Uh, also made America look bad because only the evil Russians uh, were using steroids at the time. Um, you have the fact that uh, you had Lyle Alzado and then uh, that Chris, uh, oh, I can't remember his name where he supposedly went crazy. He was a wrestler, pro wrestler, also had massive concussive damage. Uh, repeated concussions are not good for the brain. And, uh, and he ended up killing his wife, I believe. And, uh, and so there, therefore, uh, you know, steroids became this, uh, again, scare attack of public enemy number one. Uh, but, but it's my contention and my belief that they're good for you. And uh, that's my opinion. And, and I believe that they are good for, for you. And I think- Now, that, now, uh, now, now for, for context real quick, the, the way that ecstasy is used in therapy is, you're supposed to take one dose, have a, 
a conversation with your psychologist, help maybe come to grips or get over some some of the trauma. And maybe it's something you're supposed to do a couple of times with the therapist, and, and that's it. It's not really like a weekend party drug, uh, basically. Well, no, right? I mean, obviously, that, it's a it's a therapeutic, right? And that's that's what like a, something you might take a couple of times in your lifetime to to deal with some uh, harm from the past, but it's not something that I don't know about that. that. I mean, they, would, they would therapeutically the be used, be used. You know, they're going to develop the protocols for that when they, you know, whether again, uh, you know, in stage three clinical trials, which means it's a, it's fairly close to getting uh, you know, do you do you think it would be something that people would have to dose the way Sanex is dosed or it would it be something that would only be used during therapy a couple of times in your lifetime the way maybe DMT has been suggested to be used just a couple of times in your lifetime to, to make, come to grips with certain things in your life and then you move on from it would you when knowing what you know about chemistry and it what would you be your opinion that might be the clinical use of it if it ever did become approved for well, okay, I've got to, you know, with my uh, legal background, I got to make a disclaimer. I'm not a medical professional. Uh, you know, the, the uh, statements I make are, are my opinion. This podcast obviously is for fun and entertainment purposes, uh, not to be used as medical advice. Um, so, you know, just want to get that out there and make sure that that's being said. Uh, but, you know, again, uh, uh, you know, I'm coming on, uh, you know, in representative of uh, Valhalla Vitality, which is the TRT company that, uh, that I'm sponsored by. And uh, as well as high tech, um, although not officially through uh, through high tech, but through Valhalla certainly for TRT. But anyway, just to get on with it, um, you know, uh, if you look at uh, what the protocols would be, I mean, they're not fully developed. Obviously, that they're in process. Uh, I would think it would be more common to take it than a couple of times in your lifetime um, for complicated PTSD victims and uh, cases of that nature. Um, you know, these are deep wounds that stem from childhood and stem from, you know, trauma later in life. And, uh, you know, I think a, a clinician would develop a protocol that would, um, you know, would certainly uh, just judge the frequency and understand the frequency necessary. So I don't think it's a one size fits all, just like any sort of a therapeutic. Uh, it really depends on the person, the conditions and how severe the trauma So that's, uh, you know, that's what I yeah, yeah. would consider. And, and I think that this is going to be really amazing for, for human beings. I think it's going to be wonderful. Um, you know, I've got my own theories on, uh, you know, on mental health. Uh, you know, they're running around diagnosing everyone as bipolar, which uh, to me is absurd. Um, you know, I'm an OCD sufferer, uh, just as you know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, OCD yeah. is, uh, is a disability, but, uh, you know, it has its benefits as well. Um, but, uh, you know, it took me a long time to find a good OCD medication that worked. And, uh, and and provides uh, relief for me, and so you know this is uh, this is not something that's so simple, uh, and, and misdiagnosis is is rampant in, uh, in psychiatrics. So um, anyway, uh, there's a really fascinating guy that, that uh, does TED talks, and I can't remember his name, but I can send it to you. And he talks about psychiatry as the only uh, discipline that does not actually use equipment to diagnose, and he actually diagnoses with brain scans. And he's like, why are we not brain scanning uh, our patients? They're just eyeballing everything. <laughs> I mean, it's right. It's yeah, right, right. You know, so so to get back to it, I mean, so so testosterone and anything uh, steroid related became public enemy number one. Uh, but these things, I believe, uh, particularly, uh, you know, when used uh, under the doctor's care and the doctor's supervision, which you should obviously um, uh, decriminalize or not. Uh, you know, it, it's it's something that is beneficial. So uh, just a couple of stats. So when I first started looking into this stuff, what I noticed was 
uh, you know, a couple of things. The testosterone levels have been dropping since the 70s. And so when I looked in 2004, the average male had less than 50% of the sperm counts and testosterone that they had in the uh, in the 50s. So so kids in there, you know, in 2000. I've heard this. Yeah, too. Were, yep, yep. Yep. And so and in the 70s, you know, all the way up until about the 70s is when they started dropping. So, I mean, 50%, right? So, so let's talk about what is normal, right? So, you, you know, kid will go to a doctor and you say, well, you know, you don't need to be on TRT. You're only 21 because you're in the normal range. Well, what exactly is normal? Normal for 1976, uh, they should probably be on TRT, um, you know? And so what is normal? Well, if you look at, uh, they just did a meta study that looked at from 2008, no, it was 2006 uh, to 2019. And there's also been an additional 25% drop since then uh, in males in their 20s. Uh, so really disturbing stuff. So what is normal? Well, normal has been readjusted to account for all the endocrine disruptors and the chemicals in our food and our water and all the other uh, you know, things that we take, plastics, whatnot. Uh, so, so that's a, the first thing. What is normal? Well, normal it should be what was originally intended in the 70s. And uh, what I would do is uh, personally, I would go talk to my doctor and say, look, let's talk about what is normal. And I'd like to start looking good and feeling good. Um, they're also finding all kinds of uh, reversals of, their, of the you know, standard uh, belief system that anabolic steroids cause heart disease. Uh, they can certainly, um, but they don't necessarily do that in some studies. A lot of stuff can. A lot of. Stuff oh, absolutely. Can. A lot. There's also a protective effect. Um, of anabolic steroids in, in certain populations. So uh, for heart disease. So it, it's not, you know, the, uh, you know, public enemy or evil that, uh, that it's been made out to be, uh, you know, and again, this sensationalism and this selling this fear, uh, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, mushrooms or it's, uh, you know, it, it's weed, right? We've been through it so many times. Uh, it's great to see this decriminalization occur. And, uh, and you know, and, and I encourage uh, all ages to go talk to their medical professional and explain to them perhaps normal isn't so normal anymore. So, uh, you know, that's, that's kind of my, I deal with a lot of, I deal with a lot of clients that I, that I help with their, with their fitness and, uh, they have two choices. One, they can go to their regular doctor and try to finagle and convince them to provide testosterone because their, their levels aren't, aren't maximal, or they go straight to a TRT clinic that specializes in this. And yep. they usually have just a much easier time going through a TRT clinic where the doctors that they use are already well-versed in hormone replacement therapy. Yes. It uh, tends to be a much better option for everybody than trying to convince your regular doctor to prescribe it for you, which not many, not, not many guys have any luck with them. The ones that do, uh, that doctor is always looking for an excuse to pull them off. You know, whatever, oh, your, your, your liver values or your testosterone levels, whatever reason they'll, they'll pull them off. It's usually better just to go to a straight TRT clinic. And yes. there's a good, there's a good abundance of them now that more than ever now. Yeah. Yep. As, you, as a, you know that, you know, obviously I'm sponsored by, I'm going to plug them again at ValhallaVitality.com. They are a, a excellent, excellent organization. And I think you're going to hear more from them, but yes, absolutely. There's wonderful TRT clinics. Uh, the transition, let's talk about pro hormones though, because, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my, so, my so favorite folks over high tech, uh, get, know, getting back to pro hormones. So you have the patent for DHEA for DHEA 19 or DHEA. Is that, Correct. is that it? Or is there more than that, that I don't know about? Uh, that's the, the patents that I have. So those are the, the those three, three primaries. There are some others out there, but, uh, you know, 
those are, are the three primaries. Uh, like I said, high tech and, and the exclusive license from me uh, in the body. And for guys out there that know, and for guys out there that don't know the, uh, and I'll start this off and you could get more into it. The reason why these hormones, these, these versions of DHEA are better than just the stuff you can pick up at, at your Costco, at your local pharmacies, because these, the structures won't convert into some of the undesirable hormones that you don't want. If you take regular DHEA over the shelf, there's a, a good portion of it. It might be converted into estrogens and you obviously don't want that. You, you, ideally you'd want these to convert to actual uh, androgenic male hormones and the little number in front of the name, the one, the four, the 19 nor uh, ensure that these don't get converted uh, at a higher, at, at any significant percentage into the hormones you don't that are undesirable. Am, am I right in that thinking? And what else can you add to that? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So uh, the standard stuff you buy at Walgreens and Walmart is 5-DHEA. Uh, not that it's a bad hormone because it does convert into a lot of things. Uh, it's fine if you're in your 70s. Um, but if you're men that are looking to optimize their hormone levels um, at whatever age, you know, obviously over 21, uh, I always suggest, but, uh, but whatever age, uh, you know, DHEA hormones are excellent. They, uh, they are well utilized by the body. They have a fantastic conversion, particularly when I talk about how to increase the absorption, which I think your uh, listeners are going to like. Um, and, uh, and what they will do is, like you said, not convert over or have any estrogenic effects, as an example, uh, in, the, in the case of one DHEA, right? So there's, there's no estrogenic effects with that, and it doesn't convert to estrogen, which is great, because as we talked about with dropping T levels and all the xenoestrogens, uh, estrogen dominance is really a problem. Uh, you know, if you ask me, it's my opinion, it's a big problem. So, so one andro is uh, one DHEA is a, is an excellent hormone for men to uh, optimize their levels. As I said, uh, you know, any of the uh, high tech brands uh, of one andro are great. Um, he's got really good delivery technology. The four uh, DHEA uh, converts into testosterone. Um, again, that one's going to be a little more similar to the five DHEA. So it depends if, you know, you your, it depends on your body type. So if you're a very skinny, uh, you know, balding uh, gentleman, uh, you would probably have low estrogen. And estrogen is necessary, people. Do not, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, do not kill your estrogen levels, your natural estrogen levels. It is necessary for muscle growth, for fat burning, for cardiovascular health. So driving the estrogen down to zero is not a good thing as well. However, I personally take a range of uh, three uh, doses of one andro to one dose of the four DHEA. Um, so the one, the one DHEA uh, three times uh, what the dose is. So if it's hundred milligrams of four DHEA, I'll take 300 milligrams of one DHEA. Uh, that makes a nice balance for me and uh, feels really good. Um, the 19 nor is, uh, you know, converts into nandrolone, uh, which is really good for, uh, you know, fitness type activities, soccer, sporting, things like that where there's longer activity, um, as well as for people that have, uh, you know, male pattern baldness or have issues with their prostate, uh, the 19 nors are great for that. Um, they tend to be a little bit more expensive, but, uh, if a person is, is sensitive or worried about their hairline, uh, it's an excellent way to go to look at the 19 nor DHEA. So again, you know, DHEA compounds are, uh, you know, are legal. We have, uh, you know, had numerous uh, opinions on it. They've also, uh, to the, to the point where, uh, the FDA actually, um, with uh, company AMS, they actually signed a consent decree 
uh, allowing them to sell the 1.4 and 19 or the HEA, uh, as well as provided the testing protocols of what is necessary in order to be uh, compliant. Uh, so, so anyone that will tell you that they're illegal uh, is, is pretty crazy because, uh, you know, this was in uh, the state of, uh, actually, I'm sorry, it was in Idaho, it was during that big bodybone.com situation. Um, they did not ask them to stop selling the DHA products because they are legal. And they also set up a testing protocol that said, if you would like to sell them, uh, here's it, using Don Caitlin, if you remember that name, the guy that was the big steroid bust during Valco. Uh, so, so they actually had used, uh, had uh, uh, the guys at AMS use the uh, lab, Don Caitlin's lab. So, so, you know, the legality of them is pretty bulletproof, uh, you know, again, and uh, you know, it's certainly been tested numerous times in court. Um, and, and so, context, so the other ones for, are, for are guys out there. I just want to throw something in for context because we have uh, guys with, from all ranges of experience listening to the podcast for some of the newer guys out there. We're talking about DHEA here on the podcast. Just so you know, every unit of testosterone in your body right now that your body made naturally, it was DHEA in your body at some point. So DHEA, it's a hormone that your body also produces. And that, that hormone has the potential to become many different hormones. It's, it's, a, it's, a, pre, it's, a, pro, it's, it's a real pro-hormone. And so any testosterone you have in your body now, it was DHEA at some point in, in your body making it. So what we're talking about here is the actual pro-hormone that's the base for most sex hormones in your body. And let, so let me get, get a little bit more into specifics. Uh, how would you compare, let's say, percentage-wise of conversions between the 4-DHEA that you've patented and the 5-DHEA that's available everywhere? What, what are the benefits one over the other? and what, what is the conversion uh, percentages that's beneficial to take the 4 that you uh, make as opposed to uh, the 5 that's out there? Yep. You're, you're not going to like this answer, but, but the answer is this. Every single person is different. They have different enzyme activity. They have different receptor sensitivity. Um, when I did use anabolic steroids, and I did, um, I would have to, to routinely take over a gram to get any sort of effect of testosterone. Um, I no longer use uh, steroids, obviously, but uh, but back you know in, in the two thousands, early you know early part of two thousands, I did, and uh, and I had to take uh, over a gram. Now uh, Phil over at uh, Valhalla Vitality is on TRT. He can take one hundred and fifty milligrams. And blow up like a balloon. So receptor sensitivity, uh, the the enzyme uh, conversions, how much of the 17 beta HSD and the three beta HSD you have, uh, as well as your liver enzymes, all those facets will contribute to what your hormone level should be. So there is no one size fits all. I I really caution anyone that says that or tells you that um, it's insane to think that it doesn't work that way. Uh, receptor sensitivity is so important and so varied. Um, there is no normal. I mean, that's if I can get the people to really think of one thing, there is no normal. What is normal is how you feel and how you respond and how your body responds. That's what I would assert. That's my opinion, is that there is no real normal. And things like levels uh, mean nothing. Uh, again, you've got a guy that can blow up on 150 milligrams. And then back in the day, I used to have to take well over a gram, Rick, well over a gram to get any results. If I shot 150 milligrams, I might as well do nothing. Uh, you know, so I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not currently on TRT, although I might uh, get on it later. But my point is there is no normal. So, so what's the conversion? Well, you know, they've done some stupid experiments. They, uh, they gave them some pro hormones and, and took a blood draw 
and they found a you know 15% conversion. Total bullshit, by the way. Um, <laughs> blood enzymes uh, don't mean anything. Tissue-related enzymes are uber important. Uh, there are multiple androgen receptors. No one wants to believe that, but it's absolutely true. How do we know that? Types, yep. Yeah, uh, you know, they, 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 the common belief is that there aren't andro androgen receptor subtypes, but there absolutely are. Uh, DHT is active in the prostate and the hairline, but it's not active in the muscle cells unless you take enough of it to overcome the androgen receptor sensitivity as well as the enzyme uh, back conversion. So it's, it's not something that's a one size fits all. So that question is, uh, is ludicrous, to be honest with you. It really comes down to how does the person feel how do they respond? Are they getting the results that they want? And how are they feeling? Uh, so, and that's something that, you know, should be discussed with your doctor, but DHEA prone hormones. So the one andro will not convert into any estrogenic hormones whatsoever. Uh, the four DHEA will convert into testosterone as well as other estrogens in downstream conversion. The 19 nor has a very low capacity to convert to estrogen. I think it's 30% of what uh, testosterone is. Um, so it's a very, uh, you know, slight converter as well. And, and again, really good for anyone who's looking to do sporting type activities. Now, again, you can't be part of any organization that tests for that. Uh, you know, some of those things are banned by organizations, both amateur and professional. Uh, so I would caution anyone that's, uh, you know, part of an athletic body to obviously not use them. But if you're just a guy that's playing club soccer and you want to, you know, and you're in your 30s and you want to feel better, uh, or even in your 20s, uh, you know, or you want to try to get in better shape, I mean, I think uh, DHEA pro hormones are fantastic. Uh, even the, the, the five DHEA that is sold at Walmart, uh, taken with a, a good natural anti-estrogen, uh, uh, you know, steroidal anti-estrogen, which we'll talk about in a second, is extraordinarily beneficial. It's extraordinarily beneficial. And, uh, now, the 19-NOR DHEA would have to convert to nandrolone first before it had a more downstream conversion to estrogen, right? It couldn't jump from 19 nor over to an estrogen. Am I wrong in my chemistry here? You are correct in that. Well, it, it, it does convert directly to estrogen, but very, very slowly. 19 nor is actually thrown off by um, high stress and high activity levels. So they've done studies where they've taken uh, athletes. Uh, one particular one that I recall was soccer players. And they wanted to see if uh, due to strenuous exercise, um, could they test positive for doping? And sure enough, they certainly did. So uh, this group of soccer players tested positive for nandrolone just through a very, very hard, long uh, cardiovascular type workout. And so this is a, this, the body doesn't do things for no reason. So incomplete aromatization, so converting from an androgen to an estrogen, uh, that's aromatization, uh, causes uh, nandrolone and 19 nors to be thrown off. Uh, and that's in response to the need for a more anabolic, but not hyper aggressive environment. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, nandrolone is not, it's not a fully synthetic hormone. Your body makes nandrolone. I think it's mostly detectable in pregnant women. So, uh, and yeah, nandrolone well, does have down, uh, nandrolone does have a very uh, small downstream conversion to, to estrogen, but correct. it's, it's 30%. definitely not. And one of the things out there you mentioned about, about hair, hair loss and, and prostate, uh, 19 nor uh, will convert to nandrolone, which will then convert to a 19 nor DHT, which is not as androgenic as the DHT your body makes naturally from testosterone. Yeah, DHN, it's called, yeah, the hypernandrolone, yes. And, and yes, and, and if anything, it, it, 
it will actually it could actually protect your scalp and your uh, and, and your prostate from the damaging effects of regular DHT. So that's you know that's one of the reasons why stacking testosterone with nandrolone has been bread and butter since the seventies. Yep, because yep. one of the things you have to worry about with nandrolone, so I'll caution anyone because the nandrolone is available by prescription uh, in some compounding pharmacies. Uh, nandrolone has been shown to um, be more damaging on the cardiovascular system than uh, than testosterone or, or anything else. So what I uh, do when uh, I take nandrolone compounds in particular, uh, particularly when I was using anabolic steroids, as I talked about, and uh, you know I'm open about that, but uh, I take grapeseed extract. Uh, they did a, a, a study with grapeseed extract. Um, I believe it was, uh, I think they dosed it at 300 milligrams and it was only twice a week. Don't quote me on that, but I can find the study and send it to you. Uh, but what they found is, and they gave it with, uh, with um, boldenone and uh, they found a complete amelioration. So no side effects, no cardiovascular side effects from boldenone when it was taken with grapeseed extract. So I have been preaching heart health for a very, very long time for steroid users, uh, you know, both illegal as well as TRT. Um, things like coenzyme Q10, particularly grapeseed extract, uh, are fantastic ways of keeping the cardiovascular system healthy and uh, intact. Uh, so nothing wrong with spending a few bucks. Is that where we get resveratrol from, from, from grapeseeds, resveratrol? Yeah, but resveratrol is uh, totally different. So grapeseed extract, uh, you know, has proanthocyanins and, uh, and, you know, different, different compound. Um, grapeseed extract just uh, is a protector of the uh, cardiovascular system and a great one. Uh, and it's cheap and everyone and their brother should be using grapeseed extract. So I did a podcast. I can try to dig it up. And if you want to pull some out of it, um, all about heart health, uh, what steroid users should be taking, uh, what I take, I take coenzyme Q10, the ubiquitinol form. Uh, I will take obviously fish oil, really good for us. Um, I take uh, grapeseed extract. Uh, I take it every day. Um, and, and I have excellent cardiovascular health and I uh, have no problems in my heart at all. In fact, my last checkup, I came back with an amazing bill of health. It had been a couple of years, but, you know, I'm good. So my point is, is that protect the heart, uh, do those you know, basic things, um, you know, and, uh, and enjoy the benefits of taking uh, DHEA pro hormones. So if we can switch topics, let's talk about SARMs for a minute and the danger of chemical compounds and synthetic compounds. So I'm going to tell you a story about a gentleman that I worked with who, uh, I've got a couple interesting okay. stories about, uh, one about Nandrolone, I'll tell you in a minute. Um, but Nandrolone and females, uh, but, uh, but a gentleman I worked with who, uh, felt that he was getting some gyno and decided to high dose, uh, Arimidex, right. And, uh, you know, Rick, what you realize is that Arimidex is supposed to prevent gyno, right? Uh, but the it's problem not, with it's that, not a treat, it's not a treatment. Yeah, it's not a treatment. It's a prevention for sure. Prevention. Yep. Yep. Well, it can be a treatment as well. I mean, it should be a treatment. Um, but but my point is, uh, what had happened was, is that so much arimidex had built up in his liver that I believe he had a hyper response in a variant to aromatase that was uh, was created. And uh, so what's going to happen is the body is going to respond. You need estrogen. It's it's an imperative. We don't need it. The, the xenoestrogens, we don't need as much of it, but you can't just drop your estrogen down to zero. Uh, and so in using this Arimidex, uh, he was developing massive gyno symptoms. Uh, and that's because high doses of synthetic chemicals like SARMs or like Arimidex, they are deposited in tissues that they're not supposed to be deposited in. And the great thing about using natural hormones, I believe, 
uh, like TRT or using DHEAs is that the body knows intrinsically what to do with them, where to put them and where not to put them. Uh, taking a synthetic chemical like a SARM, uh, which was only intended to be dosed at one to three milligrams and people taking a hundred milligrams, I've heard, uh, you know, crazy amounts and stacking them up. But we don't know and nor do the people who develop these SARMs know where these are gonna end up and what processes they're gonna disrupt. And uh, that's why I'm not a fan of SARMs and I'm glad they're coming off the market. I hope the FDA does something about them finally. Uh, you know, they, they really need to. Uh, these are not to be taken. Uh, they're, they're not uh, approved drugs. Uh, they are illegal. Uh, they aren't scheduled, but they are illegal. And, uh, and I'm not a big fan of SARMs. I'm glad they're coming off the market. I think uh, maybe in time, but it is way too early to tell. And I'd hate to see some 21-year-old kid uh, dose himself with SARMs and do a lot of endocrine damage. So, uh, you know, we don't know what it's going to do. So, uh, so that's my warning on SARMs. You know, do I think they're going to kill you? No, but, uh, but when we have natural hormones available that are safe. We, and we don't know yet. This is one thing I tell everybody on, on the podcast, like all the steroids that we take now, Oxandrolone, uh, Nandrolone, which is talking about equipoise, whatever. They've been around since the 60s or 70s. Yep. Generations and generations of guys have been using these SARMs. They've been around for the last 10, 15, 20 years. Uh, none of them have been really approved for use for human use by the FDA. See, steroids, they became approved and then it became legal, but they were approved. They were being prescribed. None of these yes. SARMs are being prescribed. We don't, we don't know what the long-term effects are going to be with them. Short-term, there's a lot of guys using them and, and singing their praises. But in the long-term, we don't, we don't know what's really going to happen. Very dangerous. Well, Rick, I mean, they've been around a long time, like you've, you've identified. Okay, why are they not approved yet? What's the holdup? Something's the holdup, okay? And they keep, and they keep, they keep doing trials for this or that, and, and some of them have actually been abandoned by the pharmaceutical companies that were put in, that, that developed them at first. They abandoned them, yep. uh, but they're still being sold, uh, still being sold in the, in the market out there. It's and that crazy. should scare you if you're a young kid. Right. Or even if you're an older man that's uh, trying to feel better, that should scare the piss out of you. The fact that these have not been approved as drugs yet, they've been around for a long time now. And why are they not in, you know, approval stage at this point? We're not seeing approval because there's some kind of problem. Now, the drug companies are not going to come out and trumpet what the problem is. They're not stupid. Right. They're either going to abandon them or keep trying. But the fact that they haven't been approved as drugs makes me very concerned for what the, the side effects are with SARMs. Yeah, in the long term, uh, for sure, because the reason they're still popular is when it comes to performance enhancement or when it comes to, you know, even healing, uh, SARMs uh, have really trumped steroids in that regard. I mean, there, there's there's no steroid that we know that'll give you the endurance that guys are, are getting off of, of stuff like cartering, like GW. There's no steroid that's going to make your bones or joints uh, heal the way guys have been reporting with ostering. So it definitely in the short term, guys are seeing additional benefits to, to the end of, to the uh, muscle growth and they're not feeling side effects. You know, I think a lot of guys, like even guys who took pro hormones in the two thousands, um, they maybe get a little bit of a little gyno or well, they took those a were not pro hormones. Those are straight up steroids. Right. So uh, true, you know, true, true, true. People were selling and, straight and, up, you know, hardcore steroids. Right. And, and, and true, true. And, 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 you know, and they, those had some kind of immediate side effects, which people could peg right away and that no, and with the, and what's a little bit, you know, scary and interesting at the same time about SARMs is in the short term, they seem to 
be much well tolerated by population in the short term than than the androgens have. And but yeah, I mean, it's it's they haven't been around long enough for us to really know what's what's happening. And there's a good chance um, majority of them are never going to see the light of day in a pharmacy and they'll, they'll remain underground underground yeah. compounds. Well, like, and, that and that's not true. You know, that's just untrue. I mean, if you look at legitimate pro-hormones like one andro, one DHEA, right? Legitimate pro-hormones, I'll stack up against SARMs. Now, here's the problem with, with pro-hormones. They have not been absorbable, okay? They're very difficult to absorb. Uh, They're rapidly cleared. SARMs are, are drugs, right? So they're meant to uh, resist metabolic clearance. Uh, but I just filed another patent on a new delivery system uh, that I believe is going to have about a 4,000% increase in uh, the absorption of hormones as well as plant extracts and all kinds of things. But one simple thing your readers can or your listeners can do uh, that I came across when I was doing my research and, and building this patent that I'm, that I'm putting in uh, for the delivery method is, uh, is they can actually just take their uh, biologicals, right? Their pro-hormones as well as their herbs with distilled water. Distilled water in conjunction with these compounds will yield a 250 to 400% increase in absorption. Interesting. Uh, and I'll explain to you why. If you remember uh, a concept called osmolality uh, from, from high school, where remember they, they showed the salt on one side, all the dots, and then the empty on the other, and the membrane in the middle. And then what happened is, is that the, over time, it passed through the membrane and equalized, tried to equalize, if you recall. Uh, yep, remember yep. that? Um, yep, yep. Well, some guys try to do that in class, putting their heads on the book. Yeah, well, you know, maybe that, but, but anyway, what happens is that it's, it seems that uh, in drinking distilled water, it changes the osmolality of the intestine. And when that will do is actually just suck the water as well as the nutrients dissolving in it uh, right in past the uh, intestine and sort of just force it on through. So uh, we've tried it. It's amazing. Um, this new technology we have is unbelievable. Uh, it's called SEDS. Uh, it's really cool. You take this clear liquid and you drop it in some distilled water and it poofs into a cloud and, uh, and it's a self emulsifying drug delivery system. Uh, and it's really fascinating stuff. And uh, does it matter if you take it with meals or, or, or in between or an empty stomach, does that make a difference or not? No, it doesn't make a difference, but uh, you know, I prefer to take things on an empty stomach when you're taking uh, it with the distilled water. That's the, my preference. Uh, you can top it off with a little juice. That's the best way to do it. So take your, you know, your SEDS pro hormone um, right now. No one's uh, making SEDS. Uh, high tech makes uh, uh, liposomal pills, uh, but SEDS is a liquid. Uh, the SEDS that we have developed is a liquid. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, and perhaps, uh, you know, he'll license it out. Liposomal delivery creates a, uh, a, a coating around the hormones to protect them through digestion. Is that right? And, and then it helps them, the, the liposomal helps them uh, get through the digestive tract. Am I correct in that? Or is that wrong? Just to- yeah, that's correct. I mean, so it's not digestion. It's, uh, it's, it's, Two different, uh, you know, two two different uh, enzymes, uh, glucuronidase as well as sulfotransferase, and uh, uh, or uh, yeah, yeah, at least no, that's not some, anyway. Neither here nor there. Uh, but so it's sulfated and glucuronidated, right? So that's why things like berberine and uh, curcumin don't absorb because you have all these uh, hormones that basically make a insoluble to be water soluble, so it can be excreted. Same thing happens to the pro hormones. Um, so it's important to, uh, to bypass that. And liposomes uh, that high tech makes is one way to do that. Uh, what that does is it takes and uh, 
really surrounds the hormone or whatever the uh, you know intended uh, you know constituent is uh, with a, a series of, of water as well as uh, oil-based uh, spheres, if you will. So it's sphere as the uh, the water and the oil with the whatever the you know the constituent is in the middle. Uh, you know, it's a very good way to uh, deliver things. Um, I personally like SADS better, but uh, liposomes, you know, that, that is a debate that uh, Jared from High Tech and I can have. Uh, he thinks liposomes are great and they are great. Uh, I think SADS, which is actually, uh, you know, he brought that to my attention. I think SADS is amazing. Uh, and, and Phil and I over at uh, Vitality Valhalla are developing the SADS technology. So you're going to see a lot of cool stuff come out. And one is berberine. I mean, I don't know if you know the, the benefits of berberine, but Berberine's amazing stuff. I mean, it's, it's every bit as good as metformin without the liver toxicity. The problem with it is it's got a 0.3% uh, absorption, which means if you take a, a 300 milligram capsule, you get one milligram. <laughs> so uh, with SEDS, uh, we're seeing considerably much uh, better levels than that. And uh, it's, it's just unbelievable. So especially with uh, the distilled water. But the simple thing they can do right now with their pro-hormones, take their pro-hormones, their 1-DHEA and they're 40 HA from high tech and, uh, and the high tech partners. Uh, so most of them make liposome, but take that with distilled water, about eight to 12 glasses of distilled water, top it off. Can you make the, juice. can you mix the liposome with the distilled water? Yeah. The, the pills, the liposomes are pills. Okay. So, so Jared is, and it's no liposome. problem taking both of them. That, that one doesn't get in the way of the, uh... no, no, you absolutely want to take it with the distilled water. I mean, it's, it's amazing. They found out, you know, I, when I was doing the SEDS research, um, I found the 400% increase. Uh, but uh, with norepinephrine, they found a 250% increase uh, using distilled water. So really easy way, 80 cents at Walmart for you guys to, to you know, get 250% better absorption. And I know that uh, you guys sell products. Uh, and so I would highly recommend that, uh, you know, you tell your customers to, to take distilled water with your products and enjoy the benefits. Cheap. Very interesting. Hey, I want to learn a little bit more about, about the pro-hormones that the you've licensed and that, you know, high tech and all this. Now, um, one DHEA, let's start with that. That won't convert to any uh, female hormones, to any androgens. It has a path to convert into, into androgens. Can you give me a feeling or a name? Because I know these are kind of metabolites that aren't very well known, aren't all that popular. Give me a feeling of what what can you compare it to in the stuff that we could understand? Is it, is it okay. like a winstrel? Is it like a primo ball? Primo. Kind it's, of- uh, it's, 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 uh, it's comparable to primo. Uh, you know, that's, that's really the, the most similar. So primo, uh, as well as one andro, the one uh, in primo ball, and as well as the one in uh, one DHEA uh, means that it's got a one double bond uh, in the first ring. And what that means is it's not going to convert to estrogen. So aromatase can't get to it. Um, tends to be uh, far more uh, lean anabolic. I don't know if you know, but, uh, but Arnold Schwarzenegger's favorite steroid was Primobolin. He absolutely said that. Oh, he I heard. Do without I heard. And uh, Primo is amazing. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, you know, what I'm on the hunt for is a compounding pharmacy to uh, make an injectable 1-DHEA for me to try out uh, and perhaps uh, bring it out as a prescription one day uh, for, you know, compounding pharmacies to provide along with the TRT um, because it's an amazing ingredient. And, uh, and it's an amazing hormone. So it doesn't convert to estrogen. It's got a nice, good, solid feel. Uh, they did a, uh, they did a study on one andro and I believe it was a, it was either nine or 11 pounds of lean mass in 30 days. And these were college students, well-trained college students, uh, as well as I think it was four pounds of fat loss. Now, listen, Rick, 
you can blow up on whatever you want, but that is, is every bit of a good gains as you get out of SARMs. Um, that was with well-trained college students that, you know, had good muscle density. And so they still got amazing results. And so, uh, you know, it is a natural hormone. It is, uh, I'm actually hopefully uh, going to be published uh, as well as being an author uh, and a patent holder. Um, but uh, we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to be publishing the study that we did um, confirming uh, one DHEA and 19 nor DHEA in uh, animals. Uh, also, there is a paper that uh, shows one DHEA, one andro uh, and one testosterone in plants. Um, so it is a altogether natural hormone. Uh, natural hormones are, are very interesting in plants as well, uh, which is what I've been doing a lot of my research on, actually. Uh, interesting little tidbit. So the pine tree is one of the fastest growing, strongest, most efficient plants. It has the highest level of human hormones of any plant out there. So plants also can utilize uh, human hormones. And so these DHEAs are very, very good for uh, men that are trying to uh, optimize their, uh, their wellness and their health and feel better and get lean. And it's sad because, uh, you know, conventional wisdom is that, oh, geez, you know, you're going to, you're going to, uh, you know, turn into some kind of crazy person. That is a complete myth. So glad Oregon has jumped on board knowingly or unknowingly. Um, and it's great. Uh, so, you know, why would we not want our, our males to feel strong and confident and feel good about themselves and be lean? Obesity is at the highest rate it's ever been. I believe it's 70% of uh, Americans are considered obese. It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. So it's insane. I know that why are we, I, I, I travel, I travel out of the country. It's a very lot. rare to see obese people waddling back and forth at shopping centers outside of the U.S. Yeah. To be honest with you, I mean, I go to South America, go to different places and you just don't see, you know, every few steps, you just don't see uh, somebody crazy overweight, you know, on little scooters or wobbling around. It's very rare. But here in the yeah. U.S. is actually very, very common. Yeah. And, you know, that, that's, uh, you know, well, you want to hear an interesting tidbit. Um, so the Chinese are having an absolute train wreck of a disaster with type 2 diabetes. Unknown. But I uh, came across that uh, study. They have a 25% type 2 diabetes rate in China. They are dropping like flies over there. Oh, and wow. uh, it's a huge problem because, well, you know, I am a uh, German built for uh, survival. So I carry a certain amount of chubbiness. Uh, there's nothing I can do. Well, I mean, I'm working on a, a new ingredient that should eliminate that completely uh, just because it is what it is. But if there's a famine, I'll be the last man standing. Because uh, my body goes into <laughs> hyperconservation, which is fine. It is what it is. I've you know accepted it. I've uh, tried everything. I even tried DMP one time for a week. Don't uh, repeat that. But it was gave me eye floaters. Instantly scared the crap out of me and never tied it again. But uh, even with DMP, I didn't lose significant weight. My point is, um, the Chinese are having a massive problem with type two diabetes. Twenty five percent. That is huge. And the problem with it is they aren't equipped to store fat, so they just die. They're just dropping. Uh, that's my, you know, that's my belief. And so uh, I believe that, uh, you know, honestly, uh, you know, everyone thinks that uh, COVID was a biological weapon, but I believe that maybe they were just researching how to uh, handle the type 2 diabetes problem. I like to think that people are, are good. Uh, as you know, I've uh, converted to Christianity. I believe. In the do Lord. you have any guesses? To, do you have any guesses to what's what's going on uh, in China for these guys? to have uh, that high diabetes, what's going on with their diet or lifestyle? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Western diet, man. You know, Big Macs, Cokes, and fries. Uh, with uh, the Western Chinese diet. Uh, metabolism. They cannot, they, they can't handle it. They are not built for it. And so they are having a 25%. 
And if you look at COVID, it's entirely possible. I don't know if it got out. I have no knowledge of anything other than the fact that I like to believe that people are generally good and uh, perhaps they were studying how to uh, handle their type 2 diabetes uh, issue over there. Uh, because honestly, it uh, it does target people with uh, type 2 diabetes, as we as we are aware. Um, you know, so, so you know that's that's just a theory I have. I you know just from nothing more than just speculation. But but I like to believe that people are are generally good, and I can't imagine that that uh, that it was purposeful. Um, you know, this has been a disaster for uh, the world. Obviously, you know, not to go too far on that. But but uh, you know, and I believe in the Lord, and I pray for them. Uh, and, uh, you know, I hope that, uh, they can solve their issues because that's, that's a major problem of a Western based diet and they're not they're European, you know, primarily European over there or African, uh, they are, you know, Asian and they cannot support that kind of calorie, uh, calorie, uh, intake. So, so anyway, that's my, uh, that's my little, um, <laughs> but, uh, very fascinating. Yeah. Check it out. Fact, check it, fact, check it all you want. Uh, they, you know, they're having a massive <laughs> problem with type two diabetes. Let me ask you this. So let me give you some more, some more questions here. So definitely. So guys that are listening to this using steroids, um, they're used to dosing their steroids at, you know, 10, 50 milligrams a day, uh, 300 milligrams a week for injectables. Um, now these are steroids that have been modified to be delivered through injection or to have a or to have modifications to their structure to, to be able to survive digestion. Now, the pro-hormones, 1-DHEA, 4-DHEA, 19-R-DHEA, and some of those other ones that are out there, um, they're not modified to survive digestion. So you do have to take a bit more than you would some of these methylated stuff or some of the injectable stuff. Talk a little bit more about, to guys out there listening, say, hey, man, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for these uh, 1-DHEA, 4-DHEA, 19-R. I could get them without a script. I can have them delivered to my home. I'm, I'm going to get on them. Uh, talk yeah. a little bit more about dosing. What would be a comparable dosing? What would somebody, how much somebody want to take? Maybe some stacks. What are good stacks and amounts that guys can use of these pro hormones to get some good comparable results to some of the underground stuff? Because look, let, let's be honest, man. These, these underground labs are sometimes making bunk shit. Oh, sometimes yeah. you're getting what you think you're getting. And yeah. so it stops being such a good deal for guys to buy a bottle of testosterone or a bottle of primo bowling when it might not even be that and at that point it's better to go to a supplement manufacturer that's selling a pro hormone that, that's gmp'd that is uh you know approved facility and you're absolutely 100 percent always getting what the label says you're getting so i'm sure a lot of guys are going to want to make the jump what would be some comparable, what would be some stacks? What could be used for bulking? What could be used for cutting? What could be used for what we call nowadays recomposition? Give us a yeah. little bit more into that one. Sure. Yeah, I'll go through that real quick, though. But yeah, I mean, the, the bunk steroids is, is becoming a major issue. Uh, everyone's running out. Uh, there's a, uh, you know, an illegal site that sells uh, steroids. And, uh, you know, I go check it out just because, uh, you know, I go check it out every now and again. Uh, I'm not going to give their, uh, their information out. But but my point is, uh, you know, it's a site overseas that sells steroids and they used to have, you know, hundreds of brands with deals and specials and promotions. And last time I went and looked, uh, they literally had um, like a few things. Almost everything was out. So the chances that a uh, person's getting a very expensive, uh, you know, custom anabolic like Prima Bowen are going to be pretty slim, if not zero. And uh, things like Equipoise, uh, you know, I can only imagine that these guys are just going to be cutting corners throwing whatever they want in there. 
There's no quality control. I mean, it is what it is, but, uh, you know, I, I would be much more cautious. So, so to, to uh, get back to what I stack with, um, again, so a really good bulking stack for me uh, is one Andro at about three to 400 milligrams a day. Um, I use SEDS uh, because I have such a high rate of clearance. I mean, again, I am a, a genetic and metabolic freak, unfortunately. And uh, so, I mean, I can, in, I'll tell you a funny story real quick. So, so a good friend of mine down here, uh, you know, we, uh, we go out to the shop, talked about, you know, what happens to people and how different they are. So uh, this gentleman works on race cars and, and grinds aluminum all day and every day and, and uh, you know, has been doing it for 30 years. And, uh, and I'm like, did you ever get aluminum flu, which is uh, caused by aluminum poisoning? Nope, no problems. Ever have any issues with that? Nope, no problems. I mean, the guy just can breathe aluminum dust, which is unbelievably toxic, right? No mask, no nothing, just, just a good old boy that fixes cars. And, uh, and he's able to handle that and, and has, you know, limited to no health issues from what I can tell. Uh, and then there'd be someone else, uh, you know, your, your girlfriend goes over there and she's dropping dead, right? So you're not thinking <laughs> it's a one size fits all. So I take of SEDS, I take 300 milligrams of 1DHEA, 100 milligrams of 4DHEA. Um, you could do the same with uh, the liposomes, um, take them with the uh, distilled water. That is a great bulking cycle. You need estrogen. So do not think if you don't have estrogen beta receptor activity, uh, you don't have muscle growth, not to the same level. Uh, so it's important to have, if you want to look at a, uh, a CIRM, uh, look at something that blocks estrogen receptor alpha exclusively. We need ER beta. It's extraordinarily important for fat loss as well as muscle growth. Um, tamoxifen, so would be, tamoxifen would be one of those that blocks just the uh, alpha receptor. Would that be correct? Yes, that's correct. I, I have to double check, but I believe so. Yeah, it's uh, I believe it's just the alpha. Um, yep. And it's a partial agonist for beta, if I recall. It's been a while since I looked right. at it. So, so it's good. It's a right. partial ag agonist. I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of tamoxifen. If, uh, you know, I don't obviously get a prescription. Uh, you know, I know everyone uses the underground labs. It is what it is. Um, but, you know, the research chemicals and all that stuff. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, that's a really good cycle. That's a really good cycle. I would take uh, a natural anti-estrogen or estrogen blocker. Uh, DIM is, is really good um, as, a, as an estrogen blocker. Uh, Chrysin can be good if taken uh, at a decent dose with the uh, distilled water. Uh, unbelievable when, when the SEDS technology comes out. Um, it's going to be really amazing. Uh, we're going to see a lot of these compounds uh, brought to light that actually previously were just bunk, right? Didn't work. Ursalic acid looks so amazing on paper. It looks amazing. It doesn't absorb. So guess what? I bought a boatload of it, took a boatload of it. Nothing happened because it just doesn't absorb. But with SADS, I'm hoping to change all that. And so I'm uh, waiting. But no, ursalic acid was actually brought up by Pat Arnold. Great idea. Even tried oh, complexing okay. yeah. with cyclodextrin. Just never worked because it's just not good enough. But, uh, but with SADS, I think we're going to see a really, really, uh, you know, a, a good way. I'm going to license that technology out for people to bring out these compounds that, had all this promise, but never really produced. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's something that I think is going to be great for everybody. So anyway, but uh, my point is, is uh, that's a great stack. So for people that are looking for lean mass and that would be for bulking. not worried about that would be for bulking. Yeah, that would be for bulking. Yep. And so for a good lean mass stack, uh, that, you know, would help people to increase strength that they're not worried about, uh, you know, they don't have any anger control issues. Um, I take the, uh, I would take the one DHEA and then you can take epiandrosterone 
Uh, that is not one of my patents. I don't license that out. I have nothing to do with it. I just happen to think it's an excellent hormone uh, that can be utilized. It's got to be taken at a pretty high dose uh, because DHT is not active uh, due to the enzymes uh, unless you eclipse a certain level. Uh, so what I would do is, as I would personally take uh, 200 milligrams of one DHEA, and then I would take uh, 400 milligrams of epiandro. Luckily, it's uh, relatively cheap. And again, I would take that with distilled water. Uh, that's what I would do for a, a good kind of cutting strength stack, a uh, good body recomp. Uh, if someone's worried about hair loss, you know, one DHEA along with nineteen nor DHEA in a similar, you know, three to one. So three, uh, three doses. So 300 milligrams is an example is what I would take of one DHEA with uh, 100 milligrams of 19 nor. That's going to be a nice bulking agent without having the hair loss or prostate issues if you have any of those. Um, and, and it's going to be a nice, clean, you know, help your joints out, feels great. Uh, so those are all really good. Um, other hormones that are out there, I brought out 5-alpha OHP. So I brought all the hydroxyprogestins. Try to get patents on those. It was a little too difficult and cost an inordinate amount of money. Uh, they're also really good. Uh, they take much more time. They're slower conversion, uh, but they're good hormones to, uh, to help supplement the diet. Um, there's a few people selling those. Uh, there's the 1,4 uh, OHP. There's the 5-alpha OHP. Those are both really good. 6-keto progesterone. I absolutely love this stuff. Uh, you got to dose it pretty high, but when combined with, uh, with other androgens, it's really great. Uh, you know, I got a lot of ridicule for that one when I brought it out. Oh, that shit's bullshit and it sucks. It's actually very similar an anabolic to uh, ectosterone um, and uses what I believe is a similar pathway and works really well. Uh, so not good by itself. Uh, again, some of these things though, Rick, you have to understand each body is different. They're going to process every hormone different. So you may have to try something, see if it works for you, see if you like it, see how you feel, see if you're getting results. Uh, so, you know, six keto progesterone doesn't work for everyone. The people that it works for, it is a monster anabolic, uh, you know, but it, it, it's not going to work for everybody. One DHEA, I, when I sold methyl one test, I had some guy call me and say, I have taken 30 milligrams of methyl one test and I have not felt anything, sir. Is your product bullshit? And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> methyl one test. That's a lot of methyl one test. That is I mean, a it's, lot a, of it's a beast. I mean, it's probably the strong, yeah. next to Superdrol, the strongest, you know, Superdrol, Anadrol, and methyl one test are the strongest anabolics out there, if you ask me. Yeah, and, I, uh, I just did. I just did a podcast about it. Methyl one test, uh, methyl trembolone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of the strongest, you only need, mil I mean, tiny amounts of that stuff. That's incredible. Yep. And methyl one test is so anabolic that, uh, I mean, people, if you take it, you get tired because you cannot consume enough food uh, without taking some, uh, some good uh, insulin mimetics to uh, keep your muscles fed. You will get tired as can be on methyl one test because it is so damn anabolic. This shit's awesome. I loved it. It's a sad, yeah, sad some of my really some of my best cycles when I made the most growth, I felt tired and lethargic, and I, I knew it was just my muscles uh, uh, growing, sucking up all, all that energy. It's yeah, you got to take a, you know, yeah, you, a methyl one test. It, it was amazing. I know they sell it on the black market now. I think, but uh, but neither here nor there. Um, great stuff. I absolutely loved it. Felt fantastic. But I had to eat like a horse. But uh, but so everyone's going to be different. But so here you got a guy that couldn't even respond to methyl one test. Now, I mean, you tell me that everyone's not a little bit different, right? Some people a lot different. So, so that's yeah, uh, sure. they're going to have to try it. They're going to have to see what what works for them. But the main thing is, is I'm glad I could help them with absorption. 
because the uh, taking, you know, uh, piperin is great uh, to take with your pro-hormones. Uh, also take the, uh, you know, the distilled water, as I said, uh, even with Jared's liposomal stuff, I highly suggest you take those two ingredients um, and, and really help to supercharge how much you absorb. Um, can you just take the cap? Can you take the capsule and wash it back with and with a uh, distilled water? Or yeah, do you have yeah, to, absolutely. That's so three things I would take. Every single person should be taking with their pro hormones. Uh, they if they want maximum effect and maximum absorption, uh, they should be taking distilled water. So yes, you can just take your pill. Uh, my SEDS product will be uh, you know if I do license it to a pro hormone person, uh, I might not. I might not. But, uh, but neither here nor there, because, you know, Jared has got exclusivity on uh, the pro-hormones for bodybuilding, uh, and I don't, you know, wish to compete with him, obviously. That's his business. Um, that's uh, Jared at High Tech, uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about. But, but neither here nor there, that's uh, Jared's exclusive. He makes excellent products, um, you know, but one of the best products he makes is his one testosterone product, because it's got the second key ingredient, which is 6,7-DHB, uh, so 6,7-dihydroxybergamotin. That is the stuff in grapefruit juice. And uh, that absolutely works fantastically to, uh, to supercharge your pro-hormones. And then the final thing would be piperin. So you should be able to buy those uh, on Amazon or anywhere else. Uh, take those with your pro-hormones. You're gonna spend some money on the pro-hormone uh, with juice being expensive. I mean, it is what it is, right? But uh, take the you know piperin, the DHB, and the still water, and take those with your pro-hormones and supercharge your results. You'll, you'll have much better results, be a lot happier, and won't cost you so much. So, uh, so yeah, hopefully back in the day, back in the day, we used to, back in the day, we used to take our guys that knew we used to take our Diana bowl with, uh, with grapefruit juice. Diana yep. bowls has one of the shortest active lives of, out of the orals yep. and that grapefruit juice just extended the, the life because it, it inhibits the way your liver breaks it down. Correct. 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 And it's uh, fantastic stuff. And so that's going to be part of my sense formula as well, uh, with all the plant extracts, but, uh, neither here nor there, um, that's going to be in the delivery system just because it's so useful. But, uh, but yeah, so those are great things. So those are some good stacks. Um, you know, 11 keto is still out there. It's uh, quasi legal, I suppose. I don't know. It's not really legal, but it is what it is. Um, 11 keto uh, progesterone, the H-E-L? No, no, I'm sorry. 11 keto androstein dion. Androstein dion. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm not, I'm not as versed in, this cap in the chemical names as you are. I get a little confused. So that, that's going to inhibit cortisol. Uh, so it's a, uh, it's an 11 beta HSD inhibitor, if I recall, uh, or 11 hydroxylase, it might be 11 hydroxylase, but neither here nor there. Um, for those of us, uh, those, <laughs> those biochemists, uh, they could probably, how do you like, how one. do you like seven keto DHEA? What do you, what do you think about it? Um, it's out there I think in the market, it's, it's popular. I think it's semi useful. I don't think it's particularly great. I don't think anyone's losing weight on seven keto. Um, I think if you've got you know, really low body fat levels, it may help, but it hasn't done squat. Let's be honest, man. I don't know any of it. I've taken pounds of the stuff. I, I, you know, I obviously was able to get every hormone known to man. It didn't do anything. Now the hormone I have coming out is going to be uh, unbelievable for fat loss. Uh, it is, I can't tell you what it is, but uh, what it's going to do is it's going to really raise your ability to, uh, to do cardio and, and do fasted cardio burning. Uh, it is a hormone. It is not an androgen. Uh, but it is a hormone and it will, uh, you know, it's not androgenic, anything of that nature, but it's going to really supercharge fat loss. And so, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you want, I'll keep you in the loop as soon as I file the IP for it, which will be here in the next couple of weeks, I can disclose what it is, uh, and all the variants, but it's going to be cool, man. It's going to be really, really cool. I've got a bunch of good stuff in the, in the uh, hopper. 
I just uh, filed IP on a, a new type of protein. Uh, so I don't know if you remember, but uh, as I said, I was the first person, uh, you know, national to bring out pea protein as a dietary supplement. Uh, they were using it for dog food and soup before I brought it out. Uh, couldn't keep the flavor stable. So the people at Roquette, which is the largest producer of pea protein, uh, flew out a team of people and said, you know, what, what's going on? What are you using this for? And I said, oh, I'm using this as a dietary supplement. It's a complete protein. It's really good. And they said, well, we didn't know that anyone would ever care what it tasted like. We're using it for dog food. <laughs> and I said, well, my customers <laughs> care what it tastes like. So they said, give us a year and we'll come back. Well, I got out of the protein business because it just was way too costly. But uh, I was the first person to bring out pea protein. I was the first person to bring out betaine. Uh, I read a study that showed betaine being fed to, uh, to uh, cows as well as pigs to increase lean muscle conversion. Come to find out, it increases IGF-1 and, uh, and does all sorts of other great things for you. Uh, it's a great body recomp agent. So uh, you're going to see a lot of cool stuff come from uh, myself, uh, Intellectual Wellness, which is my, uh, which is my company. Um, so obviously I'm a representative of intellectual wellness, as well as uh, Vihala the Vitality, who is uh, licensing uh, some of my formulations and high tech. So, a quick, uh, quick, couple quick questions. Does Vihala have any connection with Vihala Labs, the supplement company, or is it completely separate? It's just, it's just. No, a no, no. Yeah, no connection. No, it's uh, Vihala Vitality. Sorry, it's not Vihala Labs. I always make that stupid mistake. So uh, fix that, please. Yeah. No, Vihala, Vihala Vitality. Uh, they do gotcha. uh, TRT. Uh, they also, I believe, do uh, IV infusions. Um, real good guy up there uh, in New York, and uh, and he's going to license some of the technology for. And I guess Bahala can can service can service uh, um, uh, patients all over the country, correct? Not just New York. Yes, indeed. Yep, all over the country uh, can prescribe TRT, um, and they've got they've got an unbelievably great medical staff. Uh, they've got a psychiatrist on staff uh, because they do ketamine treatments. Uh, they've got medical doctor on staff. They've got nurse practitioners, uh, you know, really great top-notch firm and uh, good people. And I think you're going to see a lot from them. Like I said, I'm going to license a lot of my plant-based technologies to them, uh, as well as perhaps some of the hormone for uh, some of the DHEAs for anti-aging. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm out of the bodybuilding game. That's, uh, that's Jared down at uh, high tech. So uh, if you want to uh, utilize hormones for bodybuilding, uh, feel free to uh, buy from high tech. They are an amazing company. Great guy. Uh, and a freedom fighter. Uh, love him or hate him, like I said, uh, you know, Jared is a freedom fighter and someone that we all need uh, to keep things legal. He, uh, he did a lot for uh, the industry, uh, you know, and uh, I really have a lot of respect for him. He's a good man. So um, so the, the, the TRT clinics, I've seen a, a surge in TRT clinics over the last few years. Um, and I did some research on it because I was very, very interested. And it seems that there is a good network of doctors uh, around the country that do telemed. And if you if you're set up properly, you can plug into that network. So even yeah. a TRT clinic in New York can actually uh, serve patients in, in California because of the of the huge network of doctors and, and telemed. You know, it's, it's a real thing. It's legit. It's legal. And guys can see their a doctor via Zoom and get a prescription from seeing yeah. a doctor via Zoom and going to a local lab to get to get blood work. And I think one of the best things I've, I've noticed about these new TRT clinics, it's that they understand hormones much better than you or anybody out there listening could well, get me. your local That's doctor actually. to do it. You, you'll never get your local doctor to really look. I've, I've, I've dealt with guys that went to a TRT clinic with their testosterone levels through the roof. 
and just set straight to the doctor. Look, I've been injecting testosterone black market. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to be coming down and gonna, um, I don't want to get depressed. I don't want to get, uh, feel like shit. Can you prescribe me testosterone to keep me up so that as my levels drop from the, from the illegal black market stuff I've been taking, I'll have a, I won't, I won't crash. And these TRT clinics will work with a bodybuilder. Um, we'll work with you. We'll help you get a soft landing. Even and you don't, and you never have to really provide a a, a low test level. You there as long as as long as within reasonable time you're down to a, a reasonable normal testosterone range. You'll never have to provide a low a low testosterone test as long as you, you level with them and you explain to them what your situation is. And yep. I think that's great for bodybuilders. Something that didn't exist before. Now, well, if you have mus- muscle pains, uh, some guys are beginning, to, are, as we get older, we get bone pain yeah, and oh, really yeah. nasty muscle pains from working out. That is a legitimate reason to have, to get a prescription for Xandrolone. If you are having bone pain or Nandrolone, Nandrolone is fantastic. Or Nandrolone. Yeah. yeah. That guy if, is great. If you have those symptoms, if you have those symptoms, you can actually you can actually legitimately get a script for 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 Anavar, and I think that's a that's been a, a great thing for uh, all my listeners um, that I've seen that you, you can get legitimate American compounded pharmacy for, uh, steroids that are not coming from some fucking country you don't know who's making them aware. Yeah, right. And and you actually are getting legit stuff, and you don't have to provide a, a low testosterone test. To get it, you can just level with your doctor. And obviously, you know, if, if you get another test two months later and your levels are still through the roof, the doctor is going to know you're fucking still pumping juice is going to pull you off. But if two months later, your level, your testosterone levels are down to higher normal range, higher normal range, you're fine. He'll keep prescribing. And I well, think that's, I think that's great. Yeah. What, what I, what I can do for you actually. And, and, you know, I think I'll talk to you uh, about Hal and, and Phil over there about being a sponsor. Cause I love, you know, I know they want to, uh, you know, do some sponsorship, especially on the you know TRT side, um, if you're interested. But but neither here nor there. What I can do for you if you uh, if you harass me is I, I can write you an article that says how to talk to your doctor about TRT. As I said, those levels mean nothing. I will provide the science. I will provide the references. And what we will do is this is how you talk to your doctor about TRT. One receptor and receptor activity and, and sensitivity. It is not a one size fits all. There is no test for that. Uh, it is literally a guy taking, you know, methyl one test and feeling nothing or me taking a gram and a half of testosterone. I shit you not. I can take a gram and a half of testosterone and get almost no results. Almost none. It's uh, it, it's just I'm a fast metabolic clearer. They've known this for years now. There is not a one size fits all body. So, again, uh, Phil is on TRT. He blows up with 150 milligrams. I, I mean, I'm like, man, you're so lucky. I mean, it used to cost me a fortune. Um, so. What I can do yeah, is yeah, I'm like that too. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a sensitive responder. Yeah, I know exactly. You know, and what, and what is normal? So, so what is normal uh, from now is not normal. What it used to be in the '70s. Normal used to be in the '70s. Think about it. Double, right? So now we're at 600 to 2400 used to be normal, right? Now it's whatever 300 to 1200 is considered normal range. When did they decide that? Well, when they started doing TRT and actually testing, but. But if you look at the levels from the 70s, normal was much, much higher. And so we're seeing this with, uh, you know, sperm count losses, as I said, loss of quality of life, 
loss of maleness, Rick. Let's be honest. I mean, are we all, are we losing our maleness in this country? Aren't we? Uh, uh, masculinity is toxic, man. I mean, are we? Are it's we not toxic? Uh, you know, gentlemen. Well, that's that's uh, that's the that's the new uh, that's the new thing out there is masculinity well, is toxic. Yeah, I'm I'm a big men's rights advocate, equal rights advocate. Uh, fine if you're a women's rights advocate, but we should all strive for equal rights to change topics. And I am all for helping men restore their maleness, restore their masculinity. Now, I don't want it to be toxic. Uh, I'm actually working on a bunch of different projects. One of the uh, projects I'm working on and I'm looking at applying for a grant is uh, understanding men that have hormonal disruptions uh, that cause them to commit crimes, sexual crimes. Uh, there is a hormonal connection there. And, uh, and I'd love to help men that suffer from that uh, get treatment. Uh, obviously, if I, if I can get this uh, grant written, I'm, I'm not good at writing grants. I've never written one. But uh, I believe there's a hormonal connection. Uh, I will tell you a story. So uh, before I converted to Christianity, I used to watch pornography, uh, you know, like every red-blooded American male, right, wrong, or otherwise, I did. Uh, right. And uh, I repented on that, and I, would, I no longer do it. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm not going to even have sex. Uh, premarital sex ever again. That's uh, how devout I've become, but that's beside the point. So I remember I used to watch pornography and I was married and, uh, and I, I had actually uh, got a, 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 a testosterone gel uh, that someone had given me. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to throw this stuff on. So I just started putting it on. Uh, I took an anti-estrogen with it because I know what the conversion is like on the skin, but neither here nor there. All of a sudden, I didn't want to watch porn anymore. I just wanted to have sex with my wife. And I was thinking to myself, wow, like here's a guy that liked porn now doesn't couldn't care less about porn and really just wanted his wife more than anything. And I really never forgot that because I know that there is a brain body connection when it comes to male hormones. And I believe that things um, of that nature and sexual perversion of that nature could be an aggression of that nature, could be an imbalance. Uh, males have a whole different hormonal cascade. And one of the things that I'd like to do is help to make the world a better place by helping men understand their hormones, repair their hormonal problems, and use hormones legitimately to solve some of their issues. Loneliness is a huge one. Uh, loneliness is a big one. Progesterone huge. helps loneliness. Huge. Right? Males don't bond the same way women do. Why not? Well, I'm going to find out. Um, I'm going to find out, hopefully, and I'm going to help males. Uh, but, but yeah, I don't want toxic masculinity. I want responsible, gentlemanly masculinity. Uh, but that doesn't take shit, all right? And doesn't take the blame. I mean, what's going on in the world is a bloodbath. I mean, it's just a, insanity. Yeah, something and, else. Uh, crazy. And so, you know, I, I reject the fact that hormones and masculinity has to be toxic. Uh, we should strive to be godly, uh, in my mind, but at least gentlemanly, right? And respectful. And, uh, and I hope that uh, people jump on board. I mean, I pray for everyone. Uh, I pray for the Chinese. I pray for the Russians. I pray for our president. I pray for Donald Trump. I pray for Joe Biden. That is what the Lord instructs me to do. But if I can help males to be better husbands, better fathers, feel better and have confidence and feel better, then I, that is what I'm going to do. And, uh, and I think hormones are a key. You know, one of the, one of the guys, uh, smart guys that I listen to, uh, Jordan Peterson, he has a, oh, a quote Peterson. that's, yeah, that's pretty amazing. popular. And he, sa he says something along the lines of uh, a harmless man is not a good man. A good man is a very dangerous man who has it under voluntary control. Amen. And Amen. Again, and at the, right. and at, the end of the, at the end of the day, we should all strive to be a, a very dangerous man that just keep it under control. 
And yep. that's, that's, that, that, that is, you know, that is probably what, is what I, th- I think, obviously, most of us should strive for. That's very interesting. You said that. Yeah. And listen, I, I love Jordan Peterson. I think he's absolutely brilliant. Uh, you know, again, I, lo- I think he's absolutely brilliant. And uh, people can call him names. What I see there is a brilliant man with a deep, deep heart, uh, reverence for God, and a gentleman that has absolutely thought through so many facets of human psychology thought it through. That, 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 you know, that just doesn't, you know, and other people just can't grasp what he's talking about. He's just brilliant. He's yep. just brilliant. But you see what happened to him, right? I mean, you see the pressure yeah. and the abuse yeah. and, and, you know, yes. what was, you know, it's just terrible. And, and you know what, I mean, I have a love and respect for both liberals as well as conservatives. I see both sides, you know, people can say, oh, I, you know, how can you like Black Lives Matter? Hey, listen, you know what? I believe that people are generally good. I think that those people, let's hope, uh, are trying to do what they believe is right. Uh, for goodness sake, um, I also think that the Trump supporters are trying to do the things that are right. And uh, I personally I would like, you know, not to get political because I'm not. I'd like to see peace on both sides. Uh, but I do understand and empathize with both sides. And let's uh, pray for both of them if you're a Christian and uh, pray for the enemy is what Jesus Christ said. And, uh, you know, so, so my point is, I, I think some masculinity uh, is, is going to be much needed. And, uh, and, and heaven forbid that males go on strike, uh, Rick, because who would change the tires and take out the trash and, and kill the spiders? Uh, you know what? All that stuff is still expected of us. We're still expected to do all the dirty work, right? Uh, you know, there was a woman that pulled in the other day when I was coming back from New York, uh, flat tire. Uh, I got out and changed it for her because, well, one, I'm a gentleman. Uh, but, but, but we know that if my tire was flat, no female would be pulling over and changing my tire. Let's just be honest there. That would never happen. And, and so, uh, you know, let's, let's, uh, you know, let's hopefully, uh, and get, get, by the way, back of the chemistry of you. Yeah, let's mind, get back to it. Sorry I'm, about I'm, that. Try, trying to lead it. It's okay, man. It's good talk. All every, every dude listening right now understands where we're coming from. And so it's definitely, this is definitely a good topic for, for all of our, our guy listeners now. You, you mentioned some other uh, patents and things you got in the pipeline that you're going to be working on that's they're going to be real beneficial for men uh, looking to improve their physique and their and their, um, and their lifestyle. So run down the line for us. Obviously, you don't can't get too specific because you're still in the process of patenting, patenting some of your protecting some of your intelligent um, intellectual property. Yep. Uh, what, what do you have down the pipeline that guys can look forward to uh, down the road, having that can improve their lifestyle, their physique, uh, everything? Yep, brand new protein, brand new uh, plant-based protein, uh, more anabolic than uh, than milk proteins, um, and and just fantastic for you. Tastes great. Uh, it's going to be unbelievable. I'm working on uh, on getting that. I'll probably license that out, depending on you know uh, you know what what uh, is out there. But uh, really amazing protein source, way better than pea protein, way better than milk-based proteins. And uh, it's going to be clean and it's going to be good for you. And it's going to be abundant and cheap, relatively cheap, because uh, whey is outrageously expensive. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with, with uh, whey price, but I heard somewhere in 4 to $5 a pound range, which is absurd. So, so new protein source coming out, and this time I'm going to patent it. So unlike the pea protein, because uh, if I would have patented pea protein, uh, I would be uh, sitting on an island somewhere and you and I would not be having this podcast. <laughs> so uh, this time I'm not going to miss it. Um, I've got a new uh, ingredient uh, and process for energy drinks that uh, is going to go head to head 
with uh, companies that are currently making uh, carbonated energy drinks. Um, I think it's going to be really, really amazing. It's going to be a combination of uh, what's got, you know, what's currently in energy drinks with a new process to uh, increase some of the uh, potency in the delivery of it. So, uh, so that's going to be interesting. I think that'll be one I license out. Got a couple of different people that I'm thinking about uh, in that. Uh, maybe even Jack O'Wack at Bang. I don't know him uh, personally very well. Met him a couple of times. Um, seems like a nice enough guy. Great success story. I mean, got a lot of admiration for that guy. He's uh, he's just an unstoppable. I, I was reading his magazines uh, back, you know, in, in the early 2000s. And, you know, he was, he, you know, I just loved him. He was just, you know, great, great to read. And a lot of respect for his resilience. I mean, man, that guy is unstoppable. So, uh so neither here nor there, but so that's coming yes, out. The, the number one, the number one thing you need to be successful is that resilience. It's not, yeah. not giving up. Yeah, persistence yeah, sure. is everything, my friend. And persistence, you know, it gets hard sometimes. <laughs> over, 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 over skills and over talent and over anything. It's just not giving the fuck up. That, yeah, that's, and that's, that's why I have so much respect for you as a, as you know, as a personality. And I hope this podcast really, uh, you know, I, I, I pray that this podcast uh, is good for you, and I will uh, certainly help promote you. Uh, any way I can, because uh, you're a great personality and I've really enjoyed seeing the changes you've made over the, the past, you know, five years or so that we've been, uh, we've been friends. So, you know, congratulations. 20, 2013 is the first time we met in person and we sat down uh, at, I remember uh, it was at the MGM Grand during the Olympia. You sure. and I met up, we sat down and we had a, um, we had a coffee and I can't remember what we drank that day. Um, it was at the MGM Grand. We just had like a short visit and then we we met again at the at the mr olympia i believe that was 2013 man that was quite a while ago yeah yeah well time flies but yeah we've been friends a while and uh you know we've uh, yeah. had our ups and downs but i i i'm proud to call you a friend and uh and i'm glad and same he, same here my brother same here and let me let me ask you a little bit about these patents too because i'm 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 Think about this now. I know pharmaceutical patents run out after I don't know what is it 20, 30 years, 20 years or something. I just yeah, to just how how are the patents how do the patents work when it comes to uh, use patents on some of these uh, naturally occurring Same ingredients? twenty years. So I still got plenty of time on my patents. So the next thing I'm bringing out is a uh, hormone that will super amplify uh, fat loss. It should be phenomenal. I'm really excited about it. I've uh, got to get that IP down. Um, I've also got a couple of ingredients for, uh, flavoring and pain loss, pain, pain control. So I'm um, in the pain management business as well, uh, with my infused product. Um, I've just got to get the IP filed. Um, I just brought that product out. I just got to, you know, I have six months to bring out the uh, IP for it. So that, uh, has got to get filed this week, but that infuse is a hell of a product. Um, you know, some of the products I have is, uh, you know, mass and shred. So, uh, you know, increasing androgen receptor density, uh, which is using sertralins, uh, which no one's done before. And I, I credit, uh, you know, assisting me with that, uh, you know, uh, Seth Roberts, uh, which was my original biochemist, great guy, uh, still friends to this day, but neither here, he's probably going to. Very known in the industry, known in the industry. Yeah, yeah. Well, he likes, you know, he's, he's been out of it. He doesn't care about it. He doesn't want, he's no, not interested. He probably doesn't even want to be mentioning his name, but, uh, <laughs> but that's okay. Great guy. I'm just a great friend. Uh, but, uh, you know, we've been friends for 20 years now. And so, yeah, time does fly, but yeah, so I've got that coming out. Let me think, uh, the SEDS, as I said, the SEDS delivery, uh, we're going to have that coming out, um, a bunch of different plant-based combinations as well, uh, to really, you know, help with metabolic processes and aging, uh, the guys at Vitality, Phil and I, Phil is absolutely brilliant. He is a neuroscientist, absolutely brilliant guy. I mean, I'm smart. 
Phil is every bit as smart as I am and just a wonderful human being. Uh, and, uh, and so we're developing all sorts of innovative things. Um, but those are the main ones that you're going to see from me. Uh, and some other uh, ingredients. I've got a couple of uh, amino acid type ingredients I'm bringing out that'll be innovative. Um, for endurance, a lot of it is for endurance athletes, um, not so much bodybuilding because it's kind of played. Uh, and, but there's a whole world of sport. Oh, and the other one is, uh, you know, this one I, I probably shouldn't tell you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you anyway, because there's no way anyone's going to reproduce my research. Um, so I'm working on a, a, a formula to uh, prevent concussive damage uh, in children as well as NFL players uh, from, you know, multiple, uh, you know, low force uh, concussions. And uh, so it's going to be a, a that's interesting that helps prevent uh, concussive damage. It's a, it's a pretty complicated process, not tremendously, but pretty complicated, but I'd like so, to make so, that. So it's a chemical. So it's, so it's actually chemistry that prevents damage. Not, you're not developing a new helmet or anything. It's like something you could take, put in your Correct. body. Correct. Oh, that's incredible. That, that, that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, I've got a good friend that's got some connections with the NFL. And you know what? I mean, I would more than love to, to even just, you know, I'd love to make money, of course. I, I'm coin operated. But if I could prevent uh, children, including, you know, your kid and my kid and, and every other kid, as well as help reverse the damage that was caused uh, by, you know, NFL players uh, having those multiple concussions, uh, that would be a blessing. And I think that we can do it. I think that the uh, formulation is, is more than doable. Um, for things that are, are really safe and off the shelf. Uh, so, you know, there's a mom safe and, and, you know, let's, let's get rid of Gatorade and get something that's really going to help the children be safe and play sports. Right. I mean, cause we all love football. So that's, so that's a long-term project. That's a long-term. I, I hate to say, but that's one of the most interesting things I heard. <laughs> I heard today. That's fucking interesting because, uh, brain damage and problems, uh, with your, mind from playing sports professional wrestlers chris benoit a lot of people i can't pronounce his last That's name him, yeah chris chris uh, benoint, benoint. Him, whatever uh, yeah. uh, guys out there some people said oh steroids uh drugs yeah, i said look just 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 getting slammed on his fucking head over and over and over again over and over of course come on in man. different cities in different cities in different rings i mean it 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 will mess with your head and this is this is a real problem um yeah you know yeah. Uh, my my buddies, uh, uh, many college football players that I've I've dealt with. My good buddy, a good friend of mine, has described it also as uh, you're just in a in a car crash each time, each down. Every time they 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 call a play, you slam your head into someone else. Granted, you're wearing a helmet, but this yep. is over and over again every game in practice uh, over years, and it does have a, a cumulative effect on on many many people. A lot of a lot of guys out there messed up from from this kind it of does uh, it does and so. You know, I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of experimenting. I mean, just recently, I induced COPD in myself to see if I could cure it, which I did uh, by smoking an intensely high amount of cigarettes, <laughs> and uh, and I was able to interesting. Uh, to eliminate uh, COPD with uh, vitamin D and quercetin, a uh, high dose of vitamin D and quercetin. Took it away in 20 minutes from like barely being able to breathe. Well, I'm not kidding, barely being able to breathe. So. Sadly, I, uh, you know, do a lot of experimenting on myself. Uh, you know, I had an ex-wife who uh, I love dearly that had three brain surgeries. So I also uh, induced a lot of uh, brain damage to see if I could fix that, which I did. Um, you know, it's fascinating to see what yeah, happens. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, but because I'm studying to help people that have, uh, you know, I want to make money, Rick, as much as the next person. But I believe God put me on here to uh, 
you know, help uh, save your grandmother and my grandmother and, you know, your grandfather from things like dementia, which is just horrible to watch. Right. Uh, I don't know if you've yeah. ever dealt with it, but, oh. uh, but I'm working on, you it. know, on, on helping uh, dementia with nutrition. I believe in pharmaceuticals as well. So don't believe that uh, by any stretch that I am an anti-pharmaceutical person. I believe that they're starting to see the combination of pharmaceuticals as well as natural therapies can be unbelievably powerful. There was just a study released, and I can't remember what it was, but uh, they just did a study on um, a combination. I believe it was phytosterols, uh, but I can't recall. I'd have to pull it up. But a combination of a prescription drug with a nutrition uh, agent and had these you know, amazing effects. And so I think that is the future of medicine is to combine pharmaceuticals. Um, I also am working on a, a new way of developing homeopathics. Uh, I believe in homeopathics. I don't believe in the current process. I don't believe in those little pellets. Uh, water, I've done unbelievable crazy research on water. Do you know there is a fourth phase of water? It's called solid phase, uh, where that basically um, they take water at room temperature. They are able to create a solid version of water and then skim that off. It is not ice. It is room temperature, solid water. And, uh, and huh. then they, they basically pour off the liquid water and they've got this solid chunk of water. It's insane. I mean, the guys that, that crazy these, at room temperature. Yeah. At room temperature. It's a, it is a and it's uh, stable at normal pressure. It doesn't have to be pressurized. Anything. Nope, it doesn't have to be pressurized. Stable, atmospheric pressure. pressure. Yeah. It's, it's, I've got all the, the, uh, the, um, lectures saved. I mean, these guys are brilliant. I mean, they're, they're, you know, and, uh, the craziest one though. So this, so I, you know, I get does it ever the, occur? Uh, does it ever occur in nature under any circumstance? Solid water? Is this something that's only being created in the lab? Uh, no, it appears to only be being created in the lab. I mean, I believe it probably would occur in space, um, which is is what they're probably going to find is that there's a lot of this solid water, but it's mixed with the ice anyway, so it doesn't much matter. But that's probably how it survives the you know constant uh, changing of, of different atmospheres and, and different pressures within space is that you're getting a retention uh, because it builds a matrix. It's a long story, but, but it, it actually insulates the liquid water. Um, so I'm working on creating, you know, my SEDS formula is going to have a matrix creation as well. Uh, anyway, so uh, so what happens is is that uh, SEDS basically is self-emulsifying, so it it creates like a liposome right within the water. Uh, it's cool as shit. Like I said, you take this clear liquid, you drop it in there, and it turns into this cloud, right? And then if you actually combine it uh, with uh, with glycerol, it actually micronizes the uh, the molecules even further uh, and creates a matrix between the water and the glycerol. And it breaks up the molecules. It's it's just amazing stuff that I'm learning. So, but anyway, so cool things. I mean, I'm gonna have a lot. This of is next level shit, bro. This is this is beyond this is beyond sports supplements. This is next. Oh level yeah, yeah. I'm way way beyond sports supplements now. I mean, and uh, you know, metaphysics and uh, learning about all that kind of stuff is really interesting too. I mean, obviously, I've been delving into religion very heavily, and uh, you know, I little plug for the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for uh, allowing me on this podcast, and uh, may you uh, bless my friend Rick, and uh, and in Jesus' name, I hope we all have world peace. And uh, hopefully I can contribute something. I can contribute. Amen. And, uh, you know, money is great. Love to be able to help people. Uh, that's the bigger goal. And, uh, yeah, so it's next level shit. I can send you all the stuff you want to look at some of it. It's just fascinating, fascinating stuff. Um, from mathematics to computers. Yeah, yeah, please tell me some stuff. I'm always curious about all, about all of this. Love it. Uh, so it's so fascinating. You know, I came across a, a whole theorem. So, I mean, everyone says, oh, you can't prove God, right? So how do you prove God? I mean, I talk to atheists all the time. And, you know, God bless them as well. But, uh 
But what you don't realize is uh, math is not provable either. There are theorems within math that they cannot prove. They can't prove are, are, are true. Uh, they know that they exist, uh, but they're, they're unprovable. Uh, I just watched a, a, a whole lecture on, uh, you know, and I only glanced at it because it was so interesting, but over my head, it was the multiple forms of infinity. So there are multiple forms of infinity. There is not one infinity. There's actual sizes to infinity. If that blows your mind, <laughs> like, yes. so people that think that, you know, God is unprovable, math is unprovable. It's uh, there's, there's a very basic theorem that cannot be proven. It's a, it's a mathematical formula. Cannot well, be the, the, still, we still don't even know what keeps molecules together, what keeps them from floating away. Uh, yeah, right, right. I mean, so, empty, you know, dark matter. empty space. Yeah, they don't even know. It's just empty space within solids, and we don't know how it, how it stays together. So oh, and there's one stuff. that, you know, electron flow, like, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and so, you know, electrons, you know, they, they used to think that it spins in an orbit, and now they're like, that's not true. Uh, you know, I love that when everyone's like, oh, we've already, you know, they would have already thought of that. We are so green in our knowledge and what we still have to discover and what we've known. Uh, dude, I saw this cool, uh, my dad and I used to watch In Search Of, if you remember In Search Of when you were a kid with Leonard Nimoy. And uh, that show was a fascinating, bro. And it had everything on there, but they had this one episode about plants, plant energy, how plants feel human emotions grow based on, you know, human emotions, different sound waves, all kinds of things. Um, so, you know, and, and this was back in the seventies and it was just, or, or, you know, early eighties maybe, but, uh, and, and it was all proven to be true, right? Plants do uh, feel magnetic fields and feel energy systems and they do respond to music and they do grow differently based on different stimulants. And it's, uh, it's that was, uh, that was one of my uh, science projects in, in junior high school. I put in, um, parts of my house are uh, plants that had ongoing music um, same kind of plants same kind of environment and uh depending on the music they grew differently <laughs> that's funny and i i'd seen that um i'd seen that uh in uh, some kind of some science show on tv somewhere and i figure all right um you know the, the, the science fair is coming out let me let me try it out and it actually yeah. fucking worked yeah the different music make the make the plants vastly different i mean it really? was like a Yes, like a classic, I had classical music, and then I had uh, Metallica's Black Album. So <laughs> I had like Beethoven on yeah. one, Metallica's Black Album, uh, yeah. and it was just you know, uh, and it just they grew differently. It was just it was amazing just yeah. to even be yeah. able to reproduce that in my in my home. Yep, I'm also working on a uh, so using my uh, DHEA ingredients, specifically 19 nor and somewhat one uh, DHEA, which uh, my patent covers. For cosmetics as well. Um, so I'm working on an entire facial reconstruction system where basically what we do is we rebuild the collagen and then ultimately using uh, some other uh, you know technologies that I got from the guy over at Evomuse, uh, we should be able to do bone reconstruction because basically a bone recomposition, basically not reconstruction, but recomposition. So basically what my skin has no wrinkles. I mean, it's like freaking and, and absurdly uh, when I combined one DHEA with uh, breathable oxygen, with an oxygen concentrator, and with laxagenin, my skin became so soft it was like creepy. I didn't even like. I it was. I was like weirded out by it. Um, but anyway, so uh, using my uh, my 19 or DHEA, one DHEA, some plant extracts, uh, an entire process I'm developing to uh, reverse aging. But the only thing that is a problem with that is um, there's two different ways that we recognize aging. We recognize aging. By, uh, by our wrinkles, right? And, and our, our cellular matrix falling apart, right? Our collagen matrix. Uh, but secondarily, it's uh, the bone changes, the shape of the bone changes, the, uh, you know, 
the angles and the uh, facial structure actually changes. And that's how uh, the uh, young 19 year old girls don't think I'm cute anymore. <laughs> so uh, what, what uh, I'm able to do uh, over time um, with combining all these different processes, when I combine it with uh, the guys, uh, technology at Yoga Muse, uh, you know, uh, Matt, who's absolutely brilliant, by the way, um, uh, you know, a little plug for him because he is absolutely brilliant guy and a great guy as well. But anyway, so uh, what we should be able to do is provide uh, some pressure to the bones and some tapping uh, along with Matt's supplements and uh, change the actual bone structure. So what we would do is we'd scan your face when you're 21 or 22 and we'd scan your face now and we find those points that need to be manipulated. And then through magnets, tapping and Matt's supplements, we can actually change and recomp the bone and, uh, and actually change you back to uh, when you were 26. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I might be down for that, bro. All this, but the treatments all, this all this, all the stress from uh, being a business owner all these years is definitely uh, taking a toll on my wrinkles in my face and stuff. I mean, well, we just, will, uh, you know, worries age, age you quite a bit. I don't have a wrinkle on my body and I'll tell you, um, I have good genetics, but I don't have a wrinkle on me. Uh, and I don't take care of myself. I smoke cigarettes shamefully. Uh, I vape, um, you know, as I said, I uh, induce COPD by smoking, uh, you know, many packs of cigarettes in, in a 24 hour period, uh, <laughs> which was stupid, but, but I had a friend that had COPD and he just sounded horrible. And I'm like, I have to solve this. I have to help it. And, uh, you know, just doing some research, quercetin and high doses of vitamin D will take care of. It. I mean, he, he was, you know, just walking and <gasps> I'm like, oh my God, my friend, you know, let me, let me help you. Uh, anyway, neither here nor there. Um, so that's what I, you know, that's what I recommended for him to uh, help with the COPD. Uh, he was a Vietnam vet uh, or is a Vietnam vet. And obviously Agent Orange and all the other, whatever they did over there uh, caused him to have massive lung damage, but neither here nor there. So, you know, my, my goal now is, uh, is obviously to make money, but to help, uh, help humanity. I think that's what God wants for me. And, uh, you know, as I told my friend, uh, you know, you don't have to believe in God, but he believes in you. <laughs> so, uh, that is true. That is you know, true. so, uh, it's been a you know blessing in my life. Um, you know, I hope to do good. I hope to make money so yeah. I can teach other wealthy people that, you know, greed and, and, uh, and, and, uh, just, uh, exploitation of anyone, women, children, animals, uh, isn't a good thing. Um, you know, and, and hopefully we can have some greater peace. I don't think that, uh, you know, not to get too religious, but I don't think that we need to build a utopia and it's going to be, you know, perfect and there's not going to be any, you know, hardships. Uh, but, but not like this anymore, Rick, don't you think? Not like this. This is just yeah. a lot of control. Like very, very early on in my, in my life, I, I made a decision when I was a young man and just, just started off, uh, getting to make my own money. And I, and I, decided I was just never going to profit from pain. And uh, along yeah. the way, I ran across a lot of people that were had no problem profiting from pain. Everything yeah. from just uh, everything from, you know, the mortgage crisis. A lot of guys knew what they were doing uh, when they were giving out these mortgages to people who know what they're selling products or things that they're providing services are, are damaging to people. And yeah. I think um, even if you, whether you believe in God or not, whatever your values are, I think just making sure to, to never profit from pain. And it's probably one thing we all should, we all should. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. God bless you for that. My friend. And, and I uh, support you hundred percent in, uh, in that. So wh whether you believe in my God or you don't, uh, as the listeners, that's irrelevant to me to a certain extent. And I would love for you to uh, believe in, in God and Jesus, but if you don't, and I'm a different type of Christian, by the way, I'm not judgmental. We are not supposed to judge. And I don't like preachers that run around, uh, 
fear-based Christianity that they, they, they know their arrogance. They're speaking for God. Well, Rick, you're going to go to hell because now they can warn you. There's nothing war- nothing wrong with warning you. I mean, I listened to a scripture today that, or I'm sorry, a sermon today about uh, the evils of the sexual uh, immorality, right? And, and as I said, I've sworn off premarital sex, which, you know, I'm human, kind of sucks, but it is what it is. And I uh, made that decision. But my point is, is that, um, you know, Christians that, that believe that they know and can speak for God and can say if you're burning in hell or not is bullshit, one. And I don't believe in that. I think that they're just as immoral as the person that they're condemning. Uh, we're not supposed to do that. Jesus does not uh, talk to us about doing those things. And uh, whether a person believes in Christianity or doesn't uh, is irrelevant to me. Uh, I do say one thing, though, is just give me one thing that Jesus commanded or asked uh, that you disagree with. If you, if you can find me one that you don't agree with, then fine. We can, you know, we can concede a point. But, uh, but whether you believe any of the, the Bible or not, or, or the listener believes or anyone believes, uh, you know, Jesus's commands are a good way to live. I mean, certainly better than, than right, make profiting off pain and profiting off misery, right? That's just not, it's not the way to live. And it's, it's, it's hurting everybody. And I, you know, I, I did this amazing uh, research um, on narcissism, which we, you and I have talked about in the past. But uh, what they found is, is that, well, two interesting things. You want to hear the coolest, craziest uh, things that I found. But, uh, but the, what they found is uh, there's a TED Talk and, and also a uh, self-styled narcissist, uh, Sam Balkin, his name is. He, he's a fascinating guy. He's a narcissist. He, uh, gives, he gives lectures. Um, and anyway, but, but what they both found is, is that 95% of the people are willing to lie, cheat, and steal, uh, even if it's... Um, you know, small things like a pencil, a pen or whatever, you know, and that leads to larger things, uh, not for everyone, but for a certain segment. Um, and I was like, wow, that's fascinating. 90, 95%. So, uh, you know, as you know, I'm single. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I'm like, well, no wonder why I'm struggling to find a, you know, a woman that I can connect with, because I like to consider myself part of the 5% and, uh, and live, uh, you know, decently even prior to being a Christian. But my point is, is that uh, then I came across this TED talk, and this guy's like, the love, truth, and justice hormone. And uh, he talks about Dan Ariely, the statistician from uh, MIT, finding that 95% of the people are gonna lie, cheat, and steal. <laughs> and uh, that oxytocin, he did uh, exam- uh, experiments oxytocin. with oxytocin. By increasing oxytocin, people become less selfish, less uh, dishonest, and, uh, and more loving and more trustworthy. And uh, so, so maybe one day we will uh, you know, give people treatment uh, with oxytocin to uh, to help some of this mess because uh, it's a it's a mess, right? I mean, yeah. so anyway, Oxy- oxytocin surges in the brain when when women uh, are breastfeeding and also when we have orgasms is one of the reasons right. men will, will profess love during or immediately after the orgasms because the high levels of oxytocin it it helps yep. pair bonding it helps uh, couples bond it helps people bond it helps uh, uh, babies and mothers bond oxytocin is a very 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 interesting, uh, very interesting. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. And so, uh, I've also done, you know, research it's, it's in- funny. It's funny. You mentioned that I, I, um, I've never, I haven't really discussed this with, with much of anyone, but I'm going to go on the podcast today. I actually, uh, um, I, I, I purposely decided to go through a period of celibacy myself. Good for you. And yeah. And the reason is because I'm in a rebuilding stage in my career, rebuilding stage in my yeah. business. And I realized that, uh, you really, 
as the old saying goes, you have to kiss a lot of frogs to find the princess. Huh. And right. so I, I realized like, man, I don't have any fucking time to be kissing frogs right now. I really don't. I already kissed them, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. I don't have any fucking time right now. I've had, I've had more gorgeous women, romance or gorgeous women than most men out there will ever wet dream about. And yeah, you and I me, said, you know what? A couple ugly guys like ourselves, uh, you know, that shit out. Right. Right. So yeah. I said, I said, you know what? I'm just, I'm not, I'm just not going to pay attention. No numbers, no phone calls, no dates, none of this yep. shit. I'm really going to rebuild my business, rebuild myself, rebuild everything that I'm doing. And then when things are good, I'll think about letting somebody else in my life. But right now it, yeah. it does nothing but cause distractions and weird feelings to, to, to bring people, people into your life. I also didn't feel like frequenting some of the casual, maybe hookups that, that I had available. I realized that I wasn't being appreciated in those right. situations. So I said, you know what? Celibacy. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm not even not even going to think about it. Celibacy. And we're yeah. going to concentrate on rebuilding, rebuilding my whole world. Yeah. It's very interesting that, 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 you, that you said that because it definitely I think for a lot of guys out there, stop thinking with your dick long enough, you can actually accomplish some incredible things. Yeah, and that's not a problem that every man has, but a lot of dudes, a lot of us, most I most guys. Let's be honest, Come most on, of us. Yeah, we think please. we're a fucking dick. If you stop thinking with your dick long enough to to to, to create, you can create something incredible. You stop thinking with yep. your dick long. And enough. and here's the deal. So what? What I I don't miss the sex anymore. Quite frankly, I mean, I you know anyway, we don't have to discuss my sordid past. But uh, but one, we both know that there's always a currency involved, whether you're paying for it directly if a person gets a hooker or he's buying a $25,000 engagement ring, uh, you're still paying for sex, right? Or buying a $300 dinner or whatever it is, right? Or even uh, going so far as to, uh, you know, pay the phone bill and, you know. And, and only so only, it's only women, only women, kids and dogs get unconditional love. Men get love with the condition that we can provide something. Yep, That's we got to buy it. We got to buy it, don't we? Well, and so what I've been doing is, is that, uh, you know, obviously not a homosexual, but, um, but, you know, I've been trying to love my brothers as, uh, as humans and, but men need to, and I believe a lot of it's hormonal. Uh, we get lonely. We don't do fun things together. We don't go out, you know, when women, they lose their partner or they go through a divorce, they're going out for dinner. Men are only going out to hunt for chicks, right? Or a football game. That's the only two times you, you have men doing anything together. And uh, it's very destructive. And so I've been, uh, you know, being kind. There's a gentleman in uh, in the complex here that uh, that um, cuts, you know, d trims the the bushes and all that stuff. And he's going through a rough time with his wife. And uh, you know what, man? The guy the guy's so freaking broke, and uh, you know, and doing what he can to to provide for him and his kids that he's like, man, sometimes I don't eat. So you know, what? I'll go and buy him lunch and, and bring it to him and uh, bring him some drinks and stuff like that. And and I'm not looking for you know any kind of applause. I'm just saying that. We should all be doing that for other men and showing each other a little bit more kindness and not, you know, competing, right? With Finding someone near you in your vicinity that you can identify that that could use help, that could use some words, that could use a meal and really just doing it. That's that's the best. That's the best way uh, to, to go about it. I, I tell people a lot of older folks are, are abandoned by their kids. Might be your oh, next door neighbor. Yeah, might be yeah, the, the old, old guy down the street. Oh, go become bro. friends with that guy, the old guy down the street. Yeah. Go have a talk with him about his time and make yeah. that one of your friends. And that'll make a, a huge difference in the world to just yeah, befriend I, an older uh, guy that's, that's been abandoned by their by their children, which it happens yeah, quite yeah. a bit. I, uh, I I do about, uh, spend a lot of time at the uh, local VFW here. 
But I got another funny story. I mean, I, and I'm not sharing these stories for any sort of uh, praise. Uh, you know, as a Christian, we're really not supposed to share them. But I, I hope uh, God understands that they're meant to be inspirational, that, you know, random acts of kindness need to happen, but they need to happen towards men right now. There's been enough, uh, you know, pink ribbons and all that shit, right? It's time to do random act of kindness for other males, right? So this gentleman came over, he said, you know, man, you're my only friend. And I said, listen, you know, I sometimes know how you feel. Um, I do understand. And, uh, you know, he's, he's going through a rough time and I just be kind to him. And that's it. I mean, I don't want anything from him. He lives in, you know, our way. So we don't hang out or anything of that nature. Um, and he's got three kids, I believe, or something to that effect, but, uh, but just a good guy. And you know, just could do something nice for a, a fellow man that, that hasn't received shit from anybody in a long time. Right. <laughs> I mean, what other than shit. So, but the second one is, uh, so, you know, uh, you know, I, unlike you, I, you know, I still uh, keep my eyes real open. Well, and also, uh, I do a, a lot of social experimenting, which, you know, I, sh you know, as males, we need to be nicer and kinder to each other. And, and I think also hormones will help with that to, to bring things full circle. Uh, things like oxytocin, things like uh, progesterone, which is not a female hormone. It is our second most prevalent hormone behind testosterone, as far as that goes. Um, and progesterone can, uh, I think in combination with uh, certain uh, other hormones can cure loneliness and build a bonding. I tell you what, man, I don't mean to cut you off, but like, like every time you and I get on the phone, bro, we're going on two and a half hours now, this podcast today. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can, uh, you can edit we, it out. We have lots of chat. I, think, I, think, I love talking to you anyway. Yeah. Like yeah. with a no, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely definitely gonna gonna edit edit it down some, but but yeah, man. Let's. I need to have you on for uh, another podcast uh, in the next uh, month or so. We could definitely touch on some more of these topics. There's a lot of stuff that I want to go more into detail on, and I'm sure as you start filing some of your uh, patents, you'll be able to to disclose some more information about these projects that you're working on. I oh. definitely want to have you on and follow it up so that we can. Uh, so that I, you know, we can introduce it to people. There's definitely guys that listen um, to the podcast that are always looking for that new thing, that new compound, you know, looking for that new uh, chemistry that's going to really improve their lifestyle. And it sounds like you have some very interesting things in the works that all these guys are going to want to know about and, and yeah. want to run out and acquire. So I'm definitely going to have you in for another podcast. Um, Eric, it's, it's been great, man. I really appreciate it. Um, a lot of fun. And, uh, and we will, and now I will have you here in, in about another month, man, man. Have a good one, brother. Hey, have a good day, guys. Uh, have a good day, uh, Eric. Thank you for yep. coming out today, brother. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. God bless you. Right, guys and that was the interview with mr eric marr join us again next week when i'll have another real special episode for you guys have a good one so i guess it goes without saying but we'll say it again uh, we're not doctors do not take anything we say as medical advice you got to check with your own doctor before you use any drugs or supplements or anything and None of the statements we made today have been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, so do not take any of these statements as if they were uh, approved statements. So we're just kind of shooting the shit about supplements and compounds and stuff. Uh, it's all for entertainment purposes, guys, so there's your warning.